0: If you have questions about living with diabetes in South Africa, join the club. Welcome to Diabetic South Africans. I'm Bridget McNulty and today we're going to be answering your questions to help you live a healthy, happy life with diabetes. This podcast is brought to you by Abbott Freestyle Libra. First, a disclaimer, I'm not a medical expert. Please discuss any changes you want to make to your diabetes treatment with your doctor. Okay, let's talk about normal blood sugar. It's such a strange idea when you have diabetes, isn't it? I'm tempted to say normal anything is a strange idea when you have diabetes, but that might be a bit depressing. That said, it is one of the biggest questions we get on the Sweet Life website. What is normal blood sugar? What should I be aiming for? Is there a magic range? And if so, how do I get there? I would like to know these answers too. Although there is a magic range, and we do have the keys, kind of. I feel like diabetes is such a balancing act. Don't go too high or there are long-term complications to worry about. Don't go too low or you could need emergency help. Anytime I explain this to people who don't have diabetes, they look horrified. Like, what do you mean? What you eat and the medication you take has to keep you on this tightrope of safe blood sugar 24 hours a day? Well, yes, it does, doesn't it? So where do we want to be? The goal for people with diabetes is 4 to 7 MMOL, which is super awkward to say, so from now on I'm just saying the numbers. In America, they measure blood sugar in MGDL, but here we all have the same measurement. If your blood sugar goes lower than 3.9, that's known as low blood sugar, hypoglycemia. It's immediately dangerous and it can lead to an emergency situation where you lose consciousness or pass out. If your blood sugar goes low, you need sugar fast. If you're living with type 1 diabetes, you've probably had plenty of lows and have figured out your method for treating them. It's really helpful to have a low stash of whatever works best for you. So some ideas for treating lows are a couple of sweets, preferably not ones that you really like eating or you'll eat too many of them, two tablespoons of raisins, a tablespoon of honey, half a cup of fruit juice, or five or six super C sweets. Then you wait for 15 minutes, test your blood sugar again, and if you're not above five, you repeat the snack. Wait another 15 minutes until your blood sugar is over five. For me, what works best is either a juice box, one of those little liquid fruit cardboard boxes, or jelly beans. Juice boxes are super handy because if you drink the whole thing, you get about 24 grams of carbohydrate, which is slightly more than the 15 grams that's recommended. But I find it works beautifully, especially if I go low in the night. I used to walk through to the fridge in the middle of the night if I woke up with low blood sugar, but that is very dangerous talk about eating the whole fridge. Now I just keep a juice box next to my bed. So if I wake up, it's right there and I can reach for it immediately. Jelly beans are also great because each bean is one gram of carb. So you can take exactly how much you need. Seven or eight of them will often be enough to lift me out of a low. For those who aren't type 1 diabetics or who haven't had low blood sugar, you're probably thinking, what is she on about? (laughs) So let's rewind a step. Low blood sugar, as I said, is when your blood sugar drops below 3.9. Most people really start to feel it in the mid to low threes. Of course, every person feels different and has different symptoms, but there's some agreement on what low blood sugar feels like. Awful to start with. Strange also comes up a lot. The common symptoms are feeling nervous or anxious, so kind of a panicky feeling, sweating a lot, feeling really hungry. Trembling, particularly your hands trembling, a feeling of weakness, and a super fast heart rate, your heart beating really fast. When we asked on Diabetic South Africans, our Facebook community, some other common symptoms were not being able to see properly. So, usually flashy eyes or spots in your vision, not being able to talk properly, knowing what you want to say, but your speech coming out garbled and not making any sense, not being able to think straight a numb tongue. That's such a weird one. Feeling dizzy and feeling hot and shivery. Sounds like death, doesn't it? And it's pretty horrible, I'm not going to lie. But going low sometimes is just part of the parcel when you're living with type 1 diabetes. And in fact, feeling the symptoms is better than not feeling them. If you're trying to be too tightly in control, if you're trying to run your blood sugar too low, it's possible to develop something called hypoglycemia unawareness. Hypo unawareness. That means you can't feel your blood sugar dropping. That's really dangerous. It needs to be worked on with your doctor. Okay, so that's low blood sugar under four. But we're talking about normal blood sugar. Where is that magic range? Between four and seven is the goal. You might even recognize some of these symptoms from before you were diagnosed with diabetes. So a lot of people with high blood sugar feel really thirsty. That's because the blood is so full of glucose, the sugar, that the body tries to dilute it with water by making you drink more water. As a result, no surprises, you need to pee a lot. High blood sugar can also make you feel really tired because there's not enough glucose getting into the body's cells from the blood to give you energy. It's all sitting in the bloodstream. I really don't want to get too technical here, but it is so interesting to understand this because then all the pieces kind of fall into place. So the reason this happens is either because there isn't enough insulin in the body or because the insulin that's in the body isn't working properly. So quick science lesson from someone who is not a doctor. Insulin is the key that unlocks the doors to the cells of your body so that the glucose from the food you eat can move from the blood into the cells. So that's why blood sugar is actually called blood glucose. And glucose is what gives us energy. So the food we eat is broken down into glucose that needs to pass from the blood to the cells. But when our blood glucose is high, it's sitting in the blood and not getting into the cells to give us energy. I'm not a doctor, as I said. Can you tell? Okay, so we've got thirsty, needing to pee a lot, and tired. All sucky symptoms of high blood sugar. Headaches and blurry vision are also common symptoms. You can add those to the list. And nausea and vomiting can be a sign of dangerously high blood sugar. So if that's happening, time to call the doctor, maybe even head to the hospital. If your blood sugar is high for a long time, like before type 1 diabetes diagnosis, it'll be high for a couple of weeks or months even, you'll often lose a lot of weight. And that's because the body's being starved of energy because the glucose is trapped in the blood and it can't feed the cells. Now we know what it feels like when your blood sugar is too low and what it feels like when it's too high. But how exactly do we get to that magic normal blood sugar range? And how do we stay there? If you've been listening to a few of the other podcast episodes, the answer to this question won't surprise you because it's pretty much the answer to all diabetes questions. TEEL. T-E-E-L. If you want normal blood sugar, you have to take your diabetes medication, eat healthy food, exercise a little each day, And lose weight if you need to. I wish there was another answer that was quick and easy to do and didn't require changing your behavior or doing anything difficult. Sadly, that is not the case. The road to good diabetes management is one step at a time for all of us. If you take your medication as your doctor prescribes every day, that's one step. If you eat healthy food, half a plate of leafy green vegetables at lunch and dinner every day, that's another step. If you exercise a little each day, just a 30-minute walk around the block, that's a few more steps. And if you do all this and drink eight glasses of water a day, that will help you lose weight, and that's a few more steps. Step by step by step. It's not easy, and it's not fast, and it's not dramatic, but it really works, and you'll know it works, because when you have normal blood sugar, or at least normal blood sugar for some of every day, most days, you'll feel great. You'll feel normal. You'll have energy and you'll sleep well, and diabetes won't be taking up too much of your time and mental headspace and emotions. And to me, that's the goal with normal blood sugar. It's not some competition to try and have the same blood sugar as a person without diabetes, because that is setting yourself up for disappointment and failure. It's not denying yourself the foods you love completely, because then you'll fall off the wagon and binge on them. It's doing everything in moderation, eating the right food most of the time. Doing a little bit of exercise every day. Taking care of yourself in a way that feels sustainable, that feels like you can keep plodding on every day. Because that's the goal. We want long, healthy, happy lives with diabetes. And in order to live these long, healthy, happy lives, we have to take special care of ourselves. Coming up next on the podcast, the most helpful diabetes medication tips you have ever heard. Exactly how to eat healthy what to eat, what to avoid, a couple of really useful tips that will change the way you eat. All you need to know about exercise with diabetes and our best weight loss tips. Please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you feel like rating or reviewing us, that would be awesome.